Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Max O'Brien, and it's day 1,343 since we came back on the air. Max, would you like to go ahead with your theory? I'm still a little confused. I Are you actually okay with this? I mean, you're not going to, like, knock me out when I'm not looking or something. Not at all. As far as your ideas go, this one actually has at least some basis in science. Hey, all my ideas have some basis in science. Science fiction at best. Actually, I will concede that some of your ideas have a basis in real-world science. However, too often it uses that as a springboard into the ridiculous. I'm going to pretend that that was not intended to be as hurtful as it sounded. Okay, so I was thinking, we know what causes zombieism, but remember how I was trying to figure out how or why there were so many so quickly? Yes, that is one of the many things you have speculated about. So what in our recent history has changed that would offer an explanation? Uh, There are dozens of atmospheric conditions, temperature changes, some biological and chemical changes, both man-made and natural. There is viral and bacterial evolution. Uh, Max, why are you... Oh, oh, that was rhetorical. (sighs) Okay. Max, what do you think happened that might have caused this change? She asks reluctantly. I'm glad you asked. Bluetooth. I came across a magazine from 2015 in which over 200 doctors in over 40 countries expressed concern about long-term EMF exposure. What if this protozoa was in our body or blood for a long time, but it was dormant or changed or something, and the EMF, or worse, was rapidly changing our brains? I mean... I know that further studies said that long-term EMF exposure from our cell phones could cause cancer. What if it had a very specific reaction with the bacteria? First off, a protozoan is not a bacterium. Okay, okay, okay. But you know what I mean. What if we've had this protozoan, not a bacteria, in our heads for a long while, a very long while, and all the extra waves caused it to change? It makes sense. It's in our heads. Our earbuds and Bluetooth headsets and phones are right next to our heads. Maybe the EMF didn't have as rapid or drastic an effect on us, but it did have a drastic effect on the protozoan. And because the protozoan affected was in our heads, that in turn affected us. Well, this is the part where you would normally make some technical correction. Max. Did you do any research besides reading a couple of questionable magazine articles? Um, not really. I mean, I've seen... Do you even know the source of the study? Have you read any of the study's peer reviews? Have you conducted any of your own meta-studies? I think you know I haven't, but... Do you, being completely truthful with yourself, believe there are listeners right now who have heard what you've just said and are taking you seriously. Dr. Clark, you can't deny that being wired had an effect on us as a people. Think, what did video gamers and athletes have in common? It wasn't their physical activity, their locations, their hygiene, or food. The one thing that united all of them was their headphones. I'm saying it is possible that video games literally rotted our brains. Max, you didn't answer the question, but I have another one for you. If I explain the failure in your procedure, will that help you change? I'm not sure I understand. 
If I point out what is wrong with your process, how only anecdotal evidence, limited data sets, and a lack of understanding of the actual source materials leads to wild hypotheses that don't even fit the module, will that help you change? Will it help you to do better next time? I'm not sure. I thought I did pretty good this time. Max, I thought you had done some actual research. I did. I read that article and part of another. Max, that is not research. Okay, I'm very confused. I know I've read articles that review other articles. Isn't that what I've done? What? No. <sighs> okay, Max. I'm going to start by apologizing. And before you think that means I'm agreeing with you, it does not. You are still wrong, but I'm going to assume you are ignorant. Hey, that's just hurtful. No, Max, it isn't. Being ignorant is not an insult. It just is. I get very frustrated because a lot of what you present to know is, at best, silly ramblings, or at worst, misleading and misinformation. But I treat you as if you were on my level or had my years of training and experience. The truth is, you have not. Just like I'm completely ignorant about a lot of the stuff you do when it comes to sound, the real point is that there's a lot more that goes into research besides just reading an article or two, or even a dozen. When I read an article, I'm starting off by asking, what is the source? What is their methodology? Was it peer-reviewed? Has it been replicated by an outside source? How old is it? And has more or better tech come into play? And so on. If I'm reading something for a scholarly review, I'm doing sometimes hours worth of work before I even read the first paragraph. I know we've discussed this, but I don't like to think that my work, the things I've done to get where I am, just means so little. Don't conflict the concepts that just because people can do this, that they are doing it. I don't want to mislead. I... I understand. Do you, Max? I mean, do you really? I believe you understand that I'm upset. And I believe you don't want to belittle my being a scientist or scientists in general. But do you really understand? Do you see why ignorance isn't an insult? You know what? I do. I do understand. Here's the promise I can make you. I enjoy spouting ideas. Crazy conspiracies? Tomato, potato. I will likely not stop that. Not only is it how my brain works, but it's one of the few, call it hobbies I have, that helps me cope. I also like to present them to others, especially you. I don't mind that you shoot them all down. It's how you do it. So I promise that I will not only always respect you and your knowledge, and especially your hard work, but I will always brag about it and tell everyone. I acknowledge here and forevermore that I am not an expert. I'm probably not even a novice. Listeners, when I'm sharing my theories... Crazy conspiracies. Those two. Listeners, get your wheelbarrows and fill them with salt because that's how much you'll need. Well, Max, I'm not sure how that helps, but I can see you mean well by it. And with that... Maybe we should sign off for the day. Oh my gosh, we are way over time. Listeners, I think we all understand how frustrating it can be to feel like your skills, talents, and experiences are taken lightly. Feel free to share those with us, and Dr. Clark can commiserate with you. I would also like to thank Dr. Clark for putting up with me. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of your brains, and take care of each other.